So if you try and do things that are not connected to your values in 2022, you're going to struggle. So now is the time to really look at what do I actually care about and what do I uh, feel like I want to leave this earth with? You know what I mean? What is your kind of your dharma here? Are you ready to say yes to your wealthiest and most abundant life, overflowing bank accounts, and a deep sense of inner fulfillment? If you are, then you are definitely in the right place. Welcome to the Girl Unfiltered Podcast. Hello, gorgeous, beautiful soul, and welcome to the very first podcast interview of 2022. And who better to invite on to the podcast than the beautiful Charlotte Wright, who has been my own intuitive guide, healer, and energy expert for the last, I want to say, four or five months. I thought it'd be really amazing to have her come on and share some of her insights um, for 2022, some of the invitations that she has for you when it comes to your energy, your expansion, and some of the energetic upgrades that maybe you can expect to have during 2022 and how to tune into your own spirit guides. So Charlotte specifically works with uh, soul-led and spiritually inclined CEOs, coaches, and entrepreneurs, and she helps them through growth spurts, through changes, through business acceleration, through understanding themselves. (laughs) I've already been through a bit of a quantum leap with her that she supported me through. And she's just a really intuitive, soul-led, powerful woman to have on your side when it comes to the expansions that you're creating within your business. So I'm excited for you to hear some of her insights and wisdom throughout this conversation. So let's dive right in. Charlotte, welcome to the Girl Unfiltered podcast. I am so excited for the juicy conversation that we're going to have today. Yay, so excited to be here. It's great to uh, be connected to everyone from your podcast. Mm -hmm. And a little bit of a backstory. So I have like one-to-one been working with Charlotte over maybe the last four, five months. Maybe it's even longer than that. Yeah, I think it might be around five months now. Yeah. And you were introduced to me through my dear friend, Maggie, who also works with you. And it's beautiful because Charlotte like, is your intuitive guide. She's your go-to person whenever something comes up. And what I love is that she pulls a weekly tarot card for me, or three tarot cards, actually. And it's amazing to have that aspect of spirituality throughout my day and my week, and especially my business, because I think that that's a really important next up level for me within my business and my career is really incorporating that within it, really merging the spirituality as well as the strategy. And I've absolutely loved having that experience and diving into that with you. And I'm excited for you to dive into what that means with all of our listeners today. But before we do, I want to actually genuinely learn more about you and how did you end up... How did I end up with this life? (laughs) With this life being this incredible spiritual guide and intuitive for so many amazing businesswomen. Take us back to how this all started. Yeah, it's kind of a a crazy one because yesterday when I was out for my walk, I was actually thinking, how did I end up here actually (laughs) doing this this as a living, you know? 
Um, I guess it kind of starts back from when I was around six years old. Um, and I saw a ghost wow. or a spirit in my grandmother's house. And my grandmother said that this spirit was always there, that she'd seen him many times. It was a little sailor boy. And I'll, I remember it like it was yesterday. And for my entire growing up, I knew I was different. It sounds like I'm talking like Superman or something like that, like I have superpowers. <laughs> but I just knew there was something different. I felt like I was supported. I felt like there was something else out there. And I was very much like um, a daydreamer. I was always talking to myself. I spent a lot of time alone, even though I had a lot of friends. I just loved being outside, being by myself. And I was always talking to somebody. Now I think, you know, maybe I was talking to spirit or angels. I don't know. But I always felt this sense of support. And it kind of just carried on through my life. Of course, when you kind of hit your late teens, 20s, you move away from things like that because it's not cool. Um, So you start Mm -hmm. to try and fit in with the crowd and you do everything that everybody else does. So that's exactly what I did. And then when I got to the end of my 20s, I started to really tap into the spiritual side of me again. I bought some cards. I bought some crystals. And I just started from that place. I started doing meditation. Um, and I just took myself like on this little journey in dis- into discovery around that. So that's been around 10 years now. Yeah. And it's taken me to some crazy places. Like I moved to China just on a whim. And I truly think that I was supposed to go on that journey. I spent a lot of time in temples and learning lots of stuff about Buddhism. Um, I spent some time with some Buddhist monks in Chiang Mai. And it's just kind of now very well rounded. And last year, around 18 months ago, I guess now, you know, when COVID started, I thought, you know, I'm just going to start this business. I feel like I really want to start this business, something to do with spirituality. I mean, part of me was like, this is never going to work. You know, how can this work? And I started from there. And I really, really felt connected to women who have businesses, because I think spirituality and business is just so powerful to have that aspect in your business is just you know, feeling like you're supported by something else. And it's kind of just gone from there. And yeah, I love it. I couldn't agree more. And we're definitely going to dive more into that because for me personally, I just think that's totally a theme for 2022. Absolutely. But I'm really curious because obviously we also talk a lot about even money mindset. And one of the big beliefs a lot of women have is that you can't be spiritual and make Mm. money. And there's a lot of guilt or shame or resistance that comes up around that. I'm just curious, what was that transition like for you? Was there resistance within you as well to do that? I guess not so much resistance, but I guess some of my my learnings have been in Buddhism, right? And there's two kind of aspects in Buddhism. And one of them is that, that you don't need anything, that you don't need Mm. any material goods, you don't need any belongings, you don't need any money right? So there is that aspect. But honestly, I truly believe that if you're welcoming in money and abundance, you get to help more people. That's the whole point, right? You get to spread your message wider, you get to take care of yourself, which makes your your service better. But I think I had a little bit of a moment where I had to spend some time around that, about what that would look like for me being able to receive money for my services. 
And um, yeah, I think it's it's baby step, right? At the beginning, it's a little bit like icky. You're like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. But you realize you need to take care of yourself as a spiritual guide or as a teacher. Um, and in order to do that, you have to receive some sort of energy in the form of money, right? Mm -hmm. And it is energy. So I love that you use that word. And I completely agree. I, I, this is something I say as well is, think if you can't take care of yourself and you're struggling to make ends meet, then how much capacity do you truly have to support others? I remember hearing this from somebody else before. I can't remember her name. And she said, if you can't turn your own lights on, how do you expect to light the world up? And I'm like, yes, I completely agree with that. Exactly. There's more abundance to go around when you have that ability to receive yourself. Absolutely. And I think that spiritual work takes a lot of energy, right? It takes a lot of mm -hmm. energy for me to do some of the things that I do, especially things like channeling. So I need to have plenty of space uh, to take care of myself. And, you know, in order to do that, I have to receive some sort of income, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think we've changed a lot in about how we view spirituality as a business, as deserving enough to get money coming in um, around that. But it's changing, it's evolving. I think, like you said, 2022 is going to be a huge year in that where we'll have more realizations that it's so important for us to be able to have that abundance coming in through spiritual aspects too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And just curious, going back to that young girl who sees what she feels as that figure of a ghost, was that scary for you? No, no. <laughs> okay, good. The reason I'm asking that is because I think either we're taught to be scared of our gifts and we're programmed, maybe that's what it genuinely just is. We're just programmed to be scared of how powerful maybe we can be. And I think that a lot of us find ourselves switching off from that because we're scared of just maybe how much power is within us. I'm just curious whether that was something that was within you as well. It wasn't within me, but I see it all the time. I see mm. it all the time, you know, um, people, uh, women are scared to use their gifts because I mean, a lot of times they have a fear of judgment about what people will think of them if they say, I have this gift or I see ghosts, you know, I never use the word ghost, but you know, if I see spirits or anything like that, they think people will think they're insane. So there's that kind of thing. Um, and also, I think there's a fear of what does it mean? Like, if mm -hmm. I'm connecting to spirit, what does that hold for me? Like, is spirit going to keep coming to me in the middle of the night? Or a crazy things going to happen to me? And I'm always talking to my clients around boundaries with spirit, you can have boundaries with spirit exactly like you do with human beings. Mm -hmm. Right. So you don't yeah. have to let the energy come through all the time. But we have also the ego that tells us like it's not real and we're making it up. And um, so mm -hmm. there's lots of different barriers to to connecting to spirit. But the fear, I think, majorly is people fearing of judgment, what people will think of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I was actually... I feel like when I was younger, I feel like I had a lot of psychic abilities. Like my parents will tell you the craziest stories. Like I knew stuff that I'm not joking would have their jaw drop to the ground. Cause they were like, there is no way on earth that that sentence just came out of her mouth that she knows that that's what happened or, 
or I could see somebody walking down the street and I tell my mom something about them. And my mom started to get really curious about it. Like, is this for real? So she'd go up to the person and ask them and they'd confirm it. So I think I definitely had that ability to tap into that as a, at a young age. But I think because of programming and society, we lose that. And that's why I'm excited about this next phase because I feel like I'm very much being called to tap back into my really my seat of my intuition and my spiritual side even more. But I think that's a common theme that a lot of people go through is that they're really tapped in at a young age and then that starts being lost after a while. Yeah, because we don't have the conditioning. We kind of end up Mm -hmm. being conditioned by society and everything around us. Um, And we start to kind of decide that it's not a cool thing to be psychic right I, mm-hmm. I meet a lot of people actually who have been psychic when they were kids and kind of feel like they lost it you haven't lost it um it's just you you've kind of clouded it a little bit with everything else that goes on in the world as you're growing up mm-hmm. so how can we start well, I have two questions one is how can we start tapping back into that or as you say, I feel like we all have that within us, but whether it's whether we're using that muscle or not. So that's one question. But I'm also really curious because you've mentioned channeling. And obviously, I know you do tarot cards. Like what your focus is as a spiritual guide and as a spiritual leader, because everyone has different modalities and different ways of tapping in. So whichever format, whichever one you want to answer first, let me know. <laughs> I guess um, in order to, everyone has the ability to channel. Everyone has the ability to be psychic. Everybody has that ability. And I feel like it's part of my mission here on earth to get people to understand that because I think predominantly previously we were kind of putting people on a pedestal as having Mm -hmm. like special powers Um, when they don't have special powers. We all have the same power, right? It's it's all connected with understanding your um, intuition, like you said. So tapping very deeply into your intuition to navigate in the ego, which is going to stop you from trying to channel it, say you're making it up like the psychic things, right? You might feel like something is very psychic, but you don't say it out loud because your ego is like, you're just making that up. It's not true. Or you'll look like an idiot if you say it, right? So those like navigating your ego, um, tapping more into your in- intuition, And honestly, really starting to trust yourself, really leaning into trust in yourself. Um, And reading energy is pretty simple once you allow yourself to tap into it. It takes a little bit of patience, really, but that's what you're doing. You're just reading energy. And when you can understand and read energy and you then add that to your intuition, that's the psychicness, basically that's when you kind of really tap into it, but you have to be very trusting of yourself to lean into that. And it's a process, right? It's a process and anyone can learn it. Like you learn anything, like you learn a language. It's the same thing. You just learn it as you go. Um, And the other question was, reminds me. How you tap into (laughs) it. (laughs) What kind of modalities you use as a spiritual guide and teacher? I guess for me, the most important things is silence so like when I go for walks I don't tend to listen to things because if I if I listen to podcast music things like that when I'm out walking I block a lot of things that are coming through so when I'm out walking in nature is the times when I get a lot of stuff coming through from guides or spirit and they're usually sending me messages at that time that I can plug back into when I get back 
to my desk if I want to mm-hmm. use that information. Um, and meditation, of course, is like my number one go-to. And really, it, having that time, I always give myself the moments to really connect to the energy. Like, what am I feeling right now? And where am I feeling it in my body? And if I could give that a color, what would I give it? And if I could give it like a texture, texture is great for reading energy. Is it dense? Is it soft? Is it heavy? Where am I feeling it around my body? Is it above me, below me? Is it in my body? All of those sort of things. And when you get really good at it, it takes a couple of seconds and you've felt it Mm -hmm. and you know it straight away. It just takes a little bit of time to tap into that. So that's the kind of thing. I mean, really my my life is very much I have a lot of quiet time right because I need to I need to have that quiet time I'm like listening to music in the evenings and reading my book I have great sleep so I make sure my sleep is on point um meditation things like that um so yeah it's it's really a whole it's become a whole lifestyle for me but that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean to put people off and say oh my god I have to change my life if I want to do this no, you get it to work for you. You get it to work for mm. you. Yeah. And and you mentioned, obviously, before we were pressing record, you were talking about how today is a full moon in cancer. So we'll it definitely is. talk about that. But I know you use the moon, you use tarot cards, you channel. So what are some of those modalities that you lean on within your work or maybe and as well in your personal life? Yeah, I guess the things that I lean on most is the energy and reading the energy. That's what I use the most. I use that every single day to see like how people are feeling out there. Is it my energy or someone else's energy? Is it a collective energy? What's going on with the astrology right now? Generally, it's so funny when you can read energy, it marries up really well with astrology. So you read energy and then you go and read about astrology and you're like, oh my God, yeah, totally. That's exactly what I felt. Um, cards, I don't do cards as much for myself anymore as I used to, maybe like every couple of weeks, um, I do cards for myself, but I think the more you get connected, the more you move away from tools almost, and you, you really feel the guidance also different guides come through for me. So I go through phases of working with different guides and that's to do with energy as well. So right now, I mean, this sounds totally out there, but the council, of, <laughs> <laughs> the council of light are my current guides. And in different phases of where we're at in terms of energy, you get different guides coming through. So for example, you'll get different cosmic guides coming through because there's something important happening with maybe ascension. Like last week, we had a lot of energetic upgrades. Mm-hmm. So I put it on my stories, like people rest, you know, have drink lots of water because we're going through energetic upgrades right now. Um, and the Council of Light are like a body of beings that almost I see them as like a big group of beings that are kind of t- telling us exactly what's happening next in terms of energy. Mm-hmm. So they're the ones I'm connecting to right now. How do I know that? I can feel where they are, I recognize their energy. So once you get really down to it, you'll notice exactly where they are around you. And that feeling of the density of the energy, you can tap in straight away and say, that's Council of Light. That's angels. That's someone who's passed over. You just get really good at it. How did you get so good at knowing that? Because yes, I feel intuitive and yes, 
you know, there are moments where I feel very sensitive to energy, but what you're describing, I would probably have to be in maybe a deep meditation to experience that. And that still may not happen all of the time. Um, I'm sure it's a muscle that you develop, but did you have guides? Like, were you being led and guided as you figured that out or connected to your source energy in that way? I guess my, my go-to guides have always been angels. So Mm. people know me for angels in your business it was my signature program like everyone loved it so ever since I was like young I worked with angels so they were my guides and they're always with me and I use them for my angelic healing um so they kind of pushed me down a path and then honestly I did a lot of the work by myself there's a book called opening to channel which is amazing mm. so you can start it it's Sanyara it's two people, Dwayne, I can't remember the surname, but it's Sanyara and Dwayne are the two first names. But they channeled this book. They have a series of books. Actually, one of them is called Creating Money, which they channeled. Wow. It's amazing. It's about money mindset. Um, it's really good. Maybe you can drop us the links and we'll yeah. put it in the show notes so everyone can start dropping yeah. into that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a really great book and it gives you the tools you need to begin to tap in. And you know, when you go deep into meditation, you're too deep really to channel. So it's really mm. on the peripheral of dropping into meditation, but you're not going all the way deep. So mm. I just played around with things like that. Honestly, played around with what was coming through, wrote down lots of notes, um, you know, and battled with the ego. Is this real, not real? And then I just started testing it on people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of just the way it's gone for me. It's been a process of like, honestly, surrendering to it. That's been the biggest lesson, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I know that, and I know this as well from obviously being close to Maggie and obviously experiencing you. I know you've had some very intuitive downloads that have been very specific and that have supported her and me, which has been absolutely amazing. Um, you mentioned, okay, so full moon is in cancer today. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for all of us? (laughs) Wow. Full moon and cancer is one of the most powerful full moons we get every year. Um, Cancer is a water sign, so it's very connected to our emotions. And it just Mm. so happens this full moon and cancer hits everyone pretty hard Um, every year. It's the same. So people start to feel very emotional. Um, They get tied up in some old emotions show up for people around the full moon and cancer. So. I always find it's really great to create like, um, even in your head, a journal of the patterns for you around the moon. So how Mm. are you feeling at this time last year on this full moon last year? Because you can start to almost understand how you'll feel coming up to the next time it comes around, you know? Um, So if you understand that, you don't go crazy because a lot of people feel very emotional around this full moon and they think that something is wrong. You know, like I've done something wrong. What is wrong with me, et cetera, et cetera. But when you start to learn the patterns of you around the moon, around the moon's energy, it becomes a lot easier that you can just set time aside because you know how you felt last time um, mm. and, you know, lean into it, take extra time to rest. Maybe you want to move your body somehow or meditate. And I think becoming in tune with that for every single business owner is going to serve you in so Mm -hmm. many ways because 
I mean, not just syncing and understanding your emotions with the moon, but also syncing your cycle with that too, because that's a conversation I have within my masterminds now. In fact, we can normally guess when one of us is um, (laughs) where we are on our cycles, because I think we can feel, oh my God, what is going on? What What is happening to my business? Why does it feel like everything's an uphill battle right now? And then it's like, oh, I'm just here on my cycle. That's why I don't have to give it this meaning or this is what's happening with the moon. Okay, great. I can release and surrender to this. Um, so how can some of the listeners start really tuning into that on a deeper level? I think, um, you know, patterns, your own patterns, like you said, recognizing that is super important. Also, like you can get journals, you can even have an app on your phone where you can tap in every single day and put in your emotions and it'll show you where you are in the moon cycle, just like you would with your menstruation cycle and you can sync them up and you can use it though. I think a lot of times it's almost like we give our power away to the moon, you know, where Mm -hmm. we're like, oh my God, the moon is doing this, so then I must feel this way. You need to turn it around the other direction <laughs> and, and, and think, you know, I'm feeling this way. Perhaps it could be something to, the, to do with the moon because not everyone is, is deeply connected to the moon. Some people very much are, especially water signs because of a tidal, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the way the tides are. I find a lot of water signs feel more connected to the moon. But really, it's a process of kind of you understanding where you're at in your cycle and it relates to the moon and how you feel how your energy is at but I was talking to someone about this last week understanding your patterns is the most I think it was me (laughs) I think maybe you were telling me about this I feel like I've said this to everybody recently (laughs) (laughs) yeah understanding your patterns in terms of your energy and things like that is so important Because like Mm -hmm. you say, I know myself the week before my period, the week before my bleed, I I just want to, I feel very um, lacking in confidence, right? I feel kind of Mm -hmm. like I want to like just hide or something. So I always know that week I need to kind of not do so much in terms of showing up. Yeah. So once you figure it out for yourself, it becomes more powerful because then the other times you've got more energy to put put into your work or into your business. Absolutely. And are there certain times, because obviously today is, or yesterday, was it last night was the full moon, but obviously we don't know when exactly this episode is going to air. So the moons Mm -hmm. will have shifted. But in general, when is a really good time, let's say to be releasing versus this is a really great time in the moon cycle to be manifesting? Yeah. So classic uh, moon cycles is full moon we release. Um, actually this full moon in cancer is a big one for releasing. So old patterns will be released, things that you've been holding on to. It kind of works quite well in this full moon because it's very powerful. We release a lot of stuff. Um, and for manifestation is always your your new moon. Um, so they're the classic ways of looking at a cycle. Full moon is release, new moon is manifestation, setting intentions basically in your new moon. Beautiful soul, I just want to take a moment to interrupt this wonderful interview with a very special invitation for you because I know that we're a few weeks into January now and I'm sure that you've had time to reflect on 2021 and start really stepping into what you desire to create and manifest and experience throughout 2022. And 
I'm sure that you are ready for some major expansion and some major energetic upgrades. And that requires your subconscious mind being completely on point and in alignment with those goals that you desire to create. And I've created a beautiful, holistic and nourishing and supportive space for you to experience those upgrades with a very deep level of support so that you can really move through your business and life goals in a place of flow, from a place of alignment. And that's my Elite Money Mastermind, which is a beautiful combination of both the subconscious healing, the money mindset upgrades, chakra work, energy support, as well as the business strategy, aligned business strategy as well as working on your time management, as well as working on the systems that you have in your business to support the kind of lifestyle that you desire to create. It is all in there within that powerful six month mastermind. And I would love to invite you to join me in this very exclusive, intimate and powerful group. All you have to do is fill in the application in the show notes below. Or if you can't find that for some reason, head over to my Instagram at girl underscore unfiltered and just DM me and say, I'd love the application for the mastermind and I'd be happy to send that over. And then we can chat in a lot more detail about where you're at in your life, in your business, what you desire to create and whether it feels like the right fit for me to support you within that container. What do you feel are some of the themes that are going to come up for people in 2022? And I think while we talk about that, it'd be interesting to just talk about some of the themes and patterns you saw in 2021. Because I know personally for me, especially during the end of last year and for so many other powerful women that I know, it was heavy. There was a lot Mm. of stuff coming up and that is shifting. Um, And we've talked about this as we step into the new year, but I'm just curious what those themes and patterns are that you're seeing on a collective level at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's been interesting. 2021 was interesting. Yeah. (laughs) If we could give it a word, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It was was heavy for a lot of people, especially in the the second half of 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, So 2022, so to give you a basis actually, At the beginning of 2021, we went into Aquarius. So we went into, everyone called it the age of Aquarius. If you think about in the uh, 60s, 70s, when people were protesting um, for freedom, for Greenpeace, for um, LGBTQ rights, all of those sort of things, people were taking their power back. That was Aquarius energy. It's a coming together, a collective energy where people want to change things for the better. And that's what we're in right now. We're in the Mm. age of Aquarius. It started last year, but kind of what seemed to have happened in 2021, because we moved out of of Capricorn, we were in Capricorn for a long time. We seem to have a little bit of a hangover where we started to step into that age of Aquarius and like, let's do it for the better. Let's do it together. And then we kind of went backwards a little bit into Capricorn energy. So people started to try new strategies that had worked for them previously. And I think Mm. they tried to plug that in and it didn't work for them. And then they got frustrated. Mm. Whereas like everything is shifting for us to move into this deeper way of doing things. So people have been fighting it 
you know, they've been trying to do it the old way, but it's not been working for people, especially in luck. We've seen it on Instagram, the algorithm and things like that. It used, <laughs> to, be, it used to be very Capricorn, right? It worked. It worked in a particular way. So people are striving to get that back, but it's not coming back. We have to move forward. So 2022, if you relate it to numerology, it's a six, it's the two plus zero plus two plus two, which is the lovers in the tarot card are coming together. So if we can think about 22 in terms of uh, love and the heart space, a deeper connection, searching for something deeper and coming together, that's the vibe of 2022. It's very connected to our value system. So what you deem as being important to you. So if you try and do things that are not connected to your values in 2022, you're going to struggle. So now is the time to really look at what do I actually care about and what do I uh, feel like I want to leave this earth um, mm -hmm. with? You know what I mean? What is your kind of your dharma here on earth? Mm -hmm. Why are you here? It's very deep questions, but that's what's happening in 2022. Very much yeah. heart led. And we were talking about this. It's like, instead of thinking about what your goals are, mm. you were talking about what your values are. And could you just share what you mean spiritually, what, what you feel spiritually is the difference between those two things? Yeah, I feel like goals is an external thing, whereas values is very much your internal. The thing is with values, again, people are a little bit scared of living by their values because a lot of times people's values are very different to what society deems as be the, being the way we should live our lives. Mm -hmm. So it's having that kind of tenacity to go towards what you care about. Um, things like goals is like, like I said, very much an external thing. So we're looking for either external validation because someone told us, you know, we have to have this qualification or meet this amount of income so we we kind of plug in goals to that type of thing and that's why I feel like sometimes people set goals but they don't connect to themselves fully when they're setting the goals mm -hmm. so then there's kind of a disconnect there and it doesn't work for them you really have to do it from your soul space like what do you actually want here um and you know really plugging into that also not kind of focusing so much on the end result, like the external mm -hmm. reward that you're hoping to get at the end, because it seems like a good idea at the time when you decide that you want to receive this amount of money or this is your goal. But the journey is going to be difficult if you're only focusing on that one thing. So I mm -hmm. would say take it deeper because then the journey becomes more important than the end result, actually. Yeah. So as we are starting to step into that energetically in 2022, and obviously people are going to be setting their goals, um, or maybe now they'll be thinking of it differently, hopefully, um, for 2022, how can they make sure that they're stepping into setting that from the, their most aligned place? What can they start doing on a spiritual level? Not just strategizing, if I sell this amount of places, I've made this amount of money and this would mean this. How can we really deepen that for ourselves? Yeah, I think always the question as well, like what would you do if you had all the money that you needed? Like, because that really strips it back to, well, what do I actually care about? Mm -hmm. um, so doing something like a practice where you can strip it all the way back 
I would take space for yourself, like to feel into yourself, your body, connect back with yourself. Because unfortunately, we kind of live in in a way that we're very much disconnected because we've got, we get up, we have caffeine, we straight away start to listen to things which are kind of feeding in messages to us, you know, whether it's like YouTube, podcasts, whatever, which they're all great. But constantly listening to information all the time is diluting your connection so you have to create space somewhere to connect to yourself and Mm -hmm. also I think it's really good to kind of look back at where you were when you were younger before you were influenced what did you care about like what did you want from your life before everything else started to influence you like it might seem like really silly because you might say, oh, but I just wanted to play with dogs all day. But what was that? Right. What was that? Why? Was it the animals? Was it the sense of connection? Was it a sense of belonging? What were you looking for in those moments? And just really I just go deeper, 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 deeper and keep asking you the questions. But why was that important? Mm, absolutely. And what would you like to see more women specifically in business doing this year? Because I certainly feel, and I've been saying this across all my platforms, like this is the year that your spirituality becomes non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. Like this is the year where we've already done the strategy. We already know how far the strategy can take us, but in order to quantum leap, in order to keep progressing, it's going to require a shift. It's going to require a new way of being. And I think that we're going to be tapping into our spirituality and looking for spiritual guides as well a lot more. So with that being said, how can we all, or or how can we all start doing that? But also what would you love to invite them to do to support that shift? I mean, this is kind of going right in deep there, but learning more (laughs) about like getting to know who you are, like seriously, who are you? You know? Ask yourself that question because from that place, you find out everything. Um, Unfortunately, we kind of hide aspects of ourselves. We don't want to go there. But when you learn deeply about yourself, that's the spiritual place from which to live your life. So I think everyone this year should really connect into anything that makes them feel good or makes them feel authentic, whether that's like spending more time Um, meditating more time if you want to pull cards in the morning a great little practice I always recommend is when you first wake up hand on your heart taking three deep breaths and then pull yourself a card of the day you know Mm -hmm. you're taking a few minutes just to connect to yourself before you do anything else I pulled mine this morning (laughs) just sitting right here and it says awakening energetic upgrades, a new way of being and integration. Well, yay. That's so good because we had all of those energy upgrades. That's so powerful for our conversation. (laughs) Seriously, like, could it be more any in tune with this conversation? (laughs) Yeah. And just let yourself have time. I think, you know, it's okay to create pockets of time in the day where you just be. You know, you don't have to be doing something all of the time. It's in the moments in between where I find you really connect to yourself. Mm -hmm. And I love the way that you connect to angels and you obviously support me in some of our sessions to go through that experience myself. And I think it is a beautiful reminder that we are all supported by that energy and our angel guides are around us. 
but I'm sure there's a lot listening who either don't feel that or haven't tapped into that, that would love that reassurance. What is something that they could maybe do to support that experience? Well, angels are the easiest spirit, you know, to spirit guides to connect to. Honestly, they're so easy. So, so easy. The reason for that is they've been connecting to humans for thousands of years. So it's become very easy. It's almost like if you, if you read or hear people saying the veil is thin, that's Mm. what we mean with angels very close. So connecting to Mm. angels is always connecting back to your heart space and going from there. The reason for that is angels work on the vibration of love. So anything that's bringing you into that vibration, you're going to connect with them really easily and ask them. I think people kind of just don't ask the question, right? So if you just connect to yourself and then ask the angels, you know, how can you uh, guide me today? What can I know today? What do you want me to know today? Ask them the questions. Allow yourself to ask you to ask the questions and then just wait to receive an answer. At the beginning, you might get answers outside when you're going for a walk. You'll see feathers. You'll see messages in different ways. But after a while, you'll start to hear the messages. They're around you all the time. I promise you. I have no doubt. Mm-hmm. I've seen it so many times. Mm-hmm. I love that. Sometimes we just need to give ourselves the space to hear it. Like for me, right. setting the space to just ask that question and journal on it. And almost immediately when I drop into that, I get the answer, but exactly, it's not about that. It's about me actually giving myself the space to do that, (laughs) which is something that maybe we could all do more of this year is instead of filling your calendar with to-dos is add in an hour of spiritual work, add in time throughout your day to be able to give yourself that space, especially if you've you're growing your business, like especially if you're going into a launch, especially especially if things are busy, like that is more important. It's the most important time to be doing that. And the thing is like you have all the answers. You know, you truly mm-hmm. have all the answers. I say this all, all the time, look, you've got all the answers within you, but people don't want to hear that, right? <laughs> they want like some special sauce. Yeah. But that's what it is. I promise you that you have all the answers within you. It's just about exactly like you said, creating the space to be able to drop into that. Definitely. With that being said, you mentioned that you would pull a card or some cards for the listeners. (laughs) So could you explain what this is firstly, and then we'll go into that so that they can tap in and tune into that energy. Yeah. So if I am pulling cards, I always drop in. What does drop in mean? It means like taking a moment to connect to the energy, right? So some people, they might want to take a few deep breaths to feel into dropping in. You can close your Mm -hmm. eyes if you want to, but I always shuffle the cards and then I drop in and feel into the message or the connection to the cards. So generally, um, you can choose whatever cards you want, right? The ones that you feel very connected to. And like we, before we came on here, I said to Helena, oh, just give me a minute because I just need to feel into the ones that I want to use because I've yeah. got tons and tons of decks of cards, <laughs> right? So I have to like take a moment to feel into which ones am I feeling today? Today, I'm going to go with the astrology deck. This deck I've been using a, a fair amount recently. It's a connection... It's like a blend of Oracle and astrology. I'm just looking at the box to see the name of the lady that made these. It's called Heavenly Bodies Astrology and it's by Lily Ashwell. And they're really pretty. 
Mm-hmm. But they're a blend of like the message that you might receive on the from an oracle, but they're astro- astrologic, astrologically <laughs> uh, aligned. <laughs> and today being the full moon in Cancer, thought it was a good one to go with. Um, so yeah, I always shuffle my decks and then I drop in. Generally, you'll see me if I channel or anything like that. You see me because I generally look off to the side. That's when I'm channeling. Um, so I always like connect first like what's coming through at the same time I generally feel a message as I'm Mm -hmm. shuffling and is there a question that the listeners should ask themselves right now you can yeah yeah you can like if you want to right now just connect to yourself you can put your hand on your heart and just set Mm -hmm. an intention to receive a message today that's like aligned for you I feel like some of your listen, listeners are kind of, there's a feeling of worry a little bit. And that's okay. It could be the Cancer Full Moon. So our card is Capricorn. Interesting, because we mentioned about Capricorn being 2022 energy, trying to plug into the strategy all the time. We want to do it that way, right? So how can you use that energy? We've got a timer here, like an egg timer. Letting mm-hmm. the time pass, you know, being in the energy of just being and letting it flow instead of almost forcing time to move on. Let yourself be in that space of just being in it, you know? Mm-hmm. So we've got here, people hate this message. Be methodical, right? When mm-hmm. when did we when did we last do that? What does that mean? It means taking your time to feel into the next steps and plotting your graph that way. Instead of it being like, bam, 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 rush, 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 we need to get to the next thing. Mm -hmm. And then we miss, we miss the feeling of, of what we're looking for. So methodical is like an approach where you can just stand back and look in Mm. and feel into what do I want to do next? What, what feels like the right direction for me right now? It's not fast, you know, it's pretty slow moving, right? And um, tapping into your ambition. So how can you relate to your ambition in terms of your feelings and your values? What does mm-hmm. it look like for you? Because some people, ambition is like doing writing one page in their journal every day. Whereas some people's ambition is like, I want to go skydiving this week, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. That's not me, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is not me. Um, but allow yourself to see yourself differently. You don't have to be the same as everyone else. So how is your ambition today? Like, what does ambition mean to you today? And allow yourself just to step back and feel into everything this week. Especially as we're thinking about the year ahead, right? Mm. I mean, I'm definitely feeling that. It's, I'm not rushing into deciding what this year is going to look like. I haven't properly set my quote-unquote goals for this year yet because I've definitely been feeling like I need to feel into it this month. Definitely, definitely. But there's a little bit of a fight going on with people, right? Where they want to do that. They want to do that. I can feel it. They want to do that. But everything around them is making them swirl into this. We are, Mm -hmm. okay, we need to get something done here. You don't need to get something done. It's safe for you to just be. It's safe for you to wait. It's safe for you to feel into everything. That's like so important for this year. Like you said, if we can go with that, imagine this time next year, how we would be feeling if we did that. 
like completely yeah. different. Totally, 100%. So that was the first card, right? Or is that, we're just doing one card, right? Yes, unless you want me to do another one. No, 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 no. I don't know why in my head I thought that you had pulled three. One is perfect. So I hope that they've heard and received the message that they need to receive from that. I feel like this is a confirmation, like what we were saying. Let's not yeah. do let's not do Capricorn this year, people. Let's not do this kind of hectic, must plug into a strategy, must force things. Let's not do that this year. Yeah. Let's be totally. radical and do something different. Right. Absolutely. And this is also a message for people who are listening, who are spiritual, who are coaches or guides out there who are very connected. Like, I really feel this is their time to step up. And this is their time to also deal with their own stuff so that they can step up and hold really, really powerful space for those that need it, because people are going to be craving that work. People are going to be craving Mm -hmm the work that they have to give this world. So it's time to come out of the shadows. Like that is what I'm preaching from the mountaintops at the moment. Absolutely. <laughs> right. And you're helping people to really go deep in terms of the mindset work. Um, and mm. I think that that's what we need, unfortunately. Like people are scared of going deep because they're scared mm. of what they might uncover. But really it is the year to do that, to really dive into that. Because once you've done that kind of work, it doesn't revert back. You know, once you do mm. it, you get so much further forwards. So yes, the, we really need to we really need to tap into this sense of spirituality and actually healing things this year. We did a fair amount of healing last year, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, but we're we're going to continue in order for us to kind of rise up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you talk a lot about on your socials about quantum leaping and this idea of quantum leaping. And I know that you support your clients with these quantum leaps. What does that mean for you if somebody's going through a quantum leap? What does that look like or feel like? Yeah, so quantum leaps are interesting. Um, on the socials, we've seen a lot about quantum leaps, especially the beginning of last year where a lot of people were talking about quantum leaps as it being like something that you could almost tap into and just have it and that was it and it was done. Whereas I don't see quantum leaps like that. I see a lot of people who do go through quantum leaps, but then we never hear afterwards because I promise you there's a lot of people that quantum leap and then go back to where they were before. It's all energy, right? So Quantum leaping basically is a raising of a frequency of energy. So you're stepping up to a different frequency. Mm. So the reason why people find it difficult to hold that frequency is because they've never been there before. They've never held that frequency before. They've never been that person. So it takes a lot of awareness and energy to stay at that frequency. So that's why you see people dropping back down again, because they haven't been able to hold it. So how do you hold it? You kind of take it in steps and going upwards. So you take step by step by step. And then after a while, you kind of have the awareness to be able to hold it. It's like everything in you, like your genes, DNA, your nervous system, your soul. In order to get there, you have to calibrate everything to that frequency. So it's a lot of work, actually. And um, it's kind of been put out on socials that it's super easy and it can be easy but holding it is not so easy right it's Mm. not that easy you have to have done the work in order to keep it at that frequency 
Um, mm-hmm. But really, if you let yourself look at it as just different energetic frequencies, it makes it a lot easier to understand because you're like, oh, I'm moving up a frequency. So now how am I going to hold that? So I need to take care of myself more deeply. I need to look at stuff like healing work. I need to understand that I've never been in this frequency before. So it is going to take some awareness around that. But everything is going to want to pull you back, right? Mm. Because you're conditioned. <laughs> so mm-hmm. your condition is going to try and pull you back to where you were previously. So that's why it gets a little bit squeaky for people where they're like, mm-hmm. it's too hard. And you have to have a ton of awareness. But once you've kept it for a while, you kind of calibrate it, then you kind of start to move to the next one. And can we start holding that space through meditation, through dropping in? How can, while you're going through that struggle, how can you continue to maintain that? Because I also see that coming up when it comes to money mindset, people Mm. reach a certain level and then they go, their subconscious freaks out and they're like, oh my God, oh my God. So they go back down to whatever they were making before. It's a little bit of a similar jump. I see that all the time as well in terms of money and income where people jump really high and they kind of reach a new um a new income and then it drops back down again and in order for you to keep well you kind of have to be very you have to take a lot of care of yourself right it's like yeah. a whole new self-care re- routine we don't do enough self-care I know we talk about it a lot but nobody's really doing it you know we might the odd time have a bath or we might do something that makes us feel good but self-care I'm I swear to god my day is like half my day is self-care <laughs> I'm not even going to lie here. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> you know, and self-care is not always like, you know, doing the pretty things. Sometimes it's doing some deep healing work. Sometimes it's releasing emotions, allowing yourself to cry and feel. Sometimes it's journaling. Sometimes it's reading, you know, creating space. But in order for you to kind of keep that calibration of the new energy, you're going to have to do something completely different, right? So you're going to have to take care of yourself as well. Um, you can't do, you can't expect to stay at the same frequency doing the same things that you were doing before. Yeah, absolutely. And what are some of the symptoms of a quantum leap so that people know Mm. they're not going crazy? (laughs) (laughs) I did a post about this and I had a lot of people saying, oh my God, like that's totally me. So we do something that I call like ostrich where you start to bury your head in the sand, where you Mm. pretend it's not happening and you just you almost want to go back to the way it was before it's it's strange it's like you you hide from everything maybe you don't want to show up as much maybe you don't want to show up on socials you just feel like hiding um there's numbing you know where you start to watch loads of netflix um or you start to do things to almost like shut your brain off i always see that happen in a quantum leap where people are almost trying to self-soothe by using things like mm-hmm. Netflix and things like that. And they don't realize that. I've definitely like, done that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think we've all done yeah. it, right? Um, so if you find yourself just endlessly looking for stuff to watch on Netflix or something like that, take a look at what's actually going on there because mm-hmm. I see that happening all the time. Um, Things like changing messaging and pricing. So people start to change their prices a lot of going up and down because they're like feeling a little bit, you know, they don't know what to do. So they put the prices up and bring them back down again. But predominantly, it's the things like wanting to kind of hide things like that. Mm -hmm. But also it can show up on things like sleep. You can't sleep properly. You keep waking up in the night. 
um sleep is a big indicator of other things happening so Mm -hmm. so if you feel those symptoms coming on and you know intuitively (laughs) probably that it is time for your next level then that is the time to be holding space for what you're feeling definitely Thank you so much for sharing so many intuitive gifts and downloads and themes and pulling a card for us all to hear. I I received a message that I needed to hear as well today. But before we say goodbye, where can people find you? Where would you like them to connect with you? And is there anything that you would also like them to know before we say goodbye? Yeah, I think, look, I want to say the message that I always say is that you have everything already within you. Mm. Look, I can say it over and over again, but I promise it's true. I promise it's true. I've seen it so many times in everybody. So you have it already. You already have all the answers. And if you want to connect with me, Instagram is the best place. You'll find me at charlottewright.co. My website is www.lottiesleap.com. And you can find me there. If you're interested in meditation, I've got lots of meditations on Insight Timer. So you can find me over at Insight Timer as well. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And you also have like a membership. People can drop in and receive some of your masterclasses and stuff that you do around the full moon, new moons. Exactly. Yeah. So I've got a membership. Actually, I've got a new membership opening at the end of this month, which is going to be kind of lower investment but high value we're going to do lots of master classes um, different energy regions and um, distance healing sessions and all of that it's going to be great i can't wait for it to open i've got the um open your channel program which is one of my signature programs is beginning next month we close the doors at the end of this month it's 10 weeks um, and it's learning everything about energy how to read energy, how to connect, how to channel. You can use that in your business. It's the next, I promise you, like you said at the beginning, this is like the next level of doing business, understanding and reading energy and being intuitive. That's the next level for sure. So we've got that program. We're starting next month. We close the doors at the end of uh, this month. If you're interested, just send me a DM. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us today, Charlotte, and for all of the beautiful goodness that you shared. Thank you so much. If you loved today's episode, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button because women supporting women is my jam. And if you want extra daily doses of motivation, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at girl underscore unfiltered and go ahead and screenshot this episode. Send me a DM and share your biggest takeaway because I love hearing from you and I just really want to drop into your DMs basically. (laughs) So I'm sending you so much love and abundance and have an amazing day.